Welcome to another message from the teaching team at Elevation Church Australia. For more information about our church, service times and locations, visit elevationchurch.com.au. Everything we can to bring health spiritually, emotionally, mentally and physically. But do you know what? It's not just about you. It's not just about me. It's about outside these four walls because there's a city that is lost. There's a city that is hurting. There is a city that is needing Jesus. And we as a church can take Jesus to our city so that people can be healed, so that people can be found, so people that can be set free. We're a church that wants to transform our cities. So how do we do that? How do we do that? We do it through our mission through creating environments that inspire intimacy with Christ, relationship with others, and influence with, wor- with our world. You may have seen the words out in the foyer. If you go out today, I want you to look up when you walk out and you'll see our mission statement there. So we work hard as a church to create these environments. We work hard as a church to create intimacy with God, with relationship with others and influence in our world. So this is is not just a Sunday thing. This isn't just a thing that we do in our life groups to create an environment. It's not our events that we're creating environments, but we can create environments everywhere. You can create an environment in your home, in your workplace, in your school, in your sporting clubs, at the local cricket. You can create environments in your whole life. And that's what we want to do is create environments. We are environment creators. Can you say that? We are environment creators. Last week, Pastor Marty shared on our values, and values are our characteristics, our distinctives, the culture of who we are. So our values of elevation are who are we? Um, it's, dis- it's what distinguishes us from the church down the road. There are many amazing local churches. We have good friends with other pastors in our area. But it's what distinguishes us. Now, if you go to Falcon or up to Hall's Head or um, up to the Mandra Forum, have you noticed that there are quite a few fast food outlets? There is KFC. There is Red Rooster. There's Hungry Jacks. There is Subway. They are all fast food outlets, but they're all distinct. If you think about Hungry Jacks, you think this, the burgers are better at Hungry Jacks. If you think about McDonald's, your mind goes to, well, for me, it's the Big Mac. Or maybe if you're thinking about Red Rooster, my mind usually goes to the Michelle Hartland immediately. (laughs) Or it might be about the barbecue chicken. So they're all distinct. They're all fast foods, but it's what makes them. And that's who we are when we're talking today about our values and our vision. It's what makes who we are as a church. It's what you belong to as a people. So Marty last week covered authentic and adventurous. Who during the week spent some time being a little bit more adventurous or doing something that they wouldn't usually do or being more authentic with people? But anyway, today I get the honour to speak today on our last two remaining values and that is fun and spirit-led. Let's pray here this morning. 
Thank you, Jesus. Um, you're in this place. And we just thank you for this time that we have and what a great privilege it is that we get together here today as a church community, as a people. And Lord, I pray as I'm speaking, Lord, that God, you're going to penetrate hearts and people will hear, Father God, your words. One word from heaven can change and transform a life. We're open to your spirit right now, Lord. Amen and amen. So we are fun. Point number one. Some of us are fun, some may not be. Lisa told me today to wear a fun outfit, but I didn't, so um, I didn't listen. A fun outfit. Anyway, a mother went to wake, I'm going to tell you a bit of a joke. A mother went to wake her son for church one Sunday morning when she knocked on the door. He said, go away, I'm not going to church today. And the mother said, give me two good reasons. And he said, one, they don't like me. Two, I don't like them. And his mother replied, I'll give you two good reasons. One, you're 47 years of age. And two, you're the pastor, so get out of bed. <laughs> In saying that, I don't know what the 47-year-old is doing living at home with his mum. Dear me. Bit of a sad joke, forgive me. It's okay to joke and have a bit of fun and laugh at church. So God created humour. He created laughter. He created fun. Let's see what the Bible says about being happy and having some fun. Ecclesiastics 8.15 says this, and it's up on the screen. So I recommend having fun because there is nothing better for people in this world than to eat, drink and enjoy life. That way they will experience some happiness along with all the hard work that God gives them under the sun. Amen to eat, drink and enjoy life. Who enjoys eating? Sometimes a little bit too much, especially when Christmas is coming up. But Proverbs 15, 13 says this, A happy heart makes the face cheerful, but a heartache crushes the spirit. So in reading just a couple of those verses, we can come to the conclusion that it's okay to have fun. It's okay to enjoy life. Now, I want to clarify that we also do take ourselves seriously, very seriously. The gospel is no laughing matter. The gospel is all about people's eternity. So we take that serious because it's life and it's death, but we don't take ourselves too seriously. At Elevation Church, we have a lot of fun. We enjoy each other's company, do we? Yes, we laugh and we joke. We can make fun of each other in a nice way. We smile. We are fun to be around. When I'm saying we, I'm talking about we. We are fun to be around. Chuck Swindle says this, Laughter is the most beautiful and beneficial therapy God ever granted humanity. So it's backed up by science. Scientists have discovered that laughter produces those feel-good chemicals, the dopamine, the oxytocin and the endorphins. They relieve stress and enhance one person's life. That's awesome. Physical and mental health. But laughing is fun. So yes, maybe we've only discovered this, but God knew about this all along. We can see it in the scriptures, Proverbs 17, 22. And a cheerful heart is good medicine. Okay, have you ever just tried just to laugh? That forced laugh, those forced moments? Let's have a little go right now. Come on, everyone. Let's just laugh. Come on, just laugh. And keep on laughing. 
<laughs> All right, stop. You just keep laughing and you feel incredibly silly. Jackie Green, at our um, planning for the beginning of the year, we asked her to do a little segment on team building. Jackie decided to do this laughter workshop with us. So we're in a lounge room and Jackie's like conducting this time and telling us to do different things while laughing. There was moments walking around, laying on the ground, just team building, laughing, laughing, laughing. Inside, I'm like, this is the worst activity I have ever done. This is so embarrassing. Like, there's people outside. They're going to hear us and see us, and they're going to think we're lunatics. And I was like, come on, hurry up, 25 minutes, 25 minutes, all right, we're at 15 minutes. Oh, come on, this is the longest morning of my life. But by the end of it, can I just say there was a natural bubble of laughter coming, either laughing at us, I have no idea, but the good feel endorphins or whatever it was, the good feel chemicals were flowing through the body. So, all right, let's be authentic. Life is not always fun. It can be quite hard, it can be tough, can be difficult. In fact, sometimes life is the opposite of fun. It's, it's sad. Um, I know I've experienced it and I'm pretty sure every person in this place has experienced that there are times when you feel fat, fat. Yep, you feel fat too. <laughs> Had a fat day today. <laughs> Lucky we're in the fun segment right now. <laughs> there are times, let's get serious again, <laughs> when you feel flat, flat, flat. Sometimes you're feeling low and sometimes in life we're going through pain. We've all experienced pain. So if you're in this place today and maybe today has been a tough day for you, I pray that you will lean into God's word and to God's scripture. We're not making you have the forced laughter or put on a fake happy smile. But in James 1-2 it says this, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kind. Because life is going to throw the curveballs at us. We're going to walk through the valleys. We're not going to stay there. We're going to walk through the valleys. And we're going to look to Jesus and his promises. It says this, Luke 6:21. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you shall be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now, for you shall laugh. Whatever life throws at you, the good, the bad, the ugly, we can have that attitude of joy. Just like we looked at with the Philippians theme that we went through in the series, we can choose happiness. We can choose to be those fun people, enjoyable people to be around. Here's my question to you. If someone was to spend a day with you, actually, let's just make it an hour with you. Would they go away thinking this? Oh, wow, that f person was fun to be around. Oh, I just feel like, yeah, having the best time. I feel so uplifted. Or would they leave? Oh, my goodness. Thank God that's over. <laughs> they were not any enjoyment. They are so boring and so draining. Which one are you? We don't need to show hands here today. <laughs> But anyway, 
let's embrace fun because that's who we are as a church. Elevation, we are fun. Fun people to be around. Enjoyable people to be around. Point number two, we're going to get very serious right now. We are spirit-led. All right. So Benjamin, my son, we went through a bit of a phase. He would go to his local library at school, school library, and he'd borrow all these Choose Your Own Adventure books. Who has read Choose Your Own Adventure books? Yes, they are so much fun. Um, We would read them. And so, for example, I recall there was one that um, we were reading and it was about um, surfers and they would have an encounter with a shark. So when you're in your book, you get to a point in the story that you then get to choose your own adventure and they give you a couple of options. So say, for example, uh, go to page 23 if you choose to fist pump, fist pump, yeah, fist pump. knuckle punch, punch. If you choose to punch the tiger, no, not the tiger, the tiger shark, the tiger shark. If you choose to punch the tiger shark in the eye, because that's what you can do. Or go to page 59, if you're nearby and there's a friend on a jet ski and you shout out to them, come over and help distract the shark. Or maybe it's go to page 74, if you're not worried about the shark because you are wearing the new high-tech shark repellent. And then what happens is that you then get to choose your own adventure and which path you're going to take. Who recalls reading some of those and you might get to um, page 23 and then you go there and it's a bit doomy or gloomy and you're like, oh no, I want to go back. Or you might go this way and you're like, oh, that was a boring ending. So then you go back and you're choosing all your different adventures. But we as children of God, there are moments in our lives where it's not about us choosing our own adventure. It's about being spirit-led to God's adventure for us. Will the keys please come or the guitar please come as we end this point? So what is spirit-led? Being spirit-led is to intentionally listen for and make room for God's spirit to direct our path. Being spirit-led is to live your normal life while allowing God to divinely interrupt it. We're going to read a verse in the Bible now from Acts 16, 6 to 10, and it's about Paul. Paul's doing his thing. Let's read it from verse 6. And they went through the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been, having been forbidden, forbidden by the Holy Spirit, to speak the word in Asia. And when they, when they had come to Messiah, they attempted to go into Bethia, but the Spirit of Jesus did not allow them. So passing by Messiah, they went down to Troas, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia was standing there, urging him and saying, Come over to Macedonia and help us. And when Paul had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go into Macedonia, concluding that God has called us to preach the gospel to them. Paul's doing his thing. He's a preacher. He's out and about. He's preaching. He's got his itinerary list. He's going from town to town. He's got his contacts. But along the way, God's Spirit leads him through a vision to go somewhere else. This is a divine interruption. 
And we can think about that's how God's always going to interrupt our lives through a vision or through a prophecy or through an angel or through signs and wonders. And yes, God does interrupt our lives that way. But for a lot of us and for myself included, the most divine interruptions are just a simple interruption in my everyday, ordinary life. So this is what Spirit-led could look like for you. What it looks like for me. Spending more time with someone than you intended because you felt the Lord asking you to spend more time with them. Or maybe it's in those moments where you're doing your own thing and you're cleaning or you're working and you go out of your way because the Holy Spirit impresses someone's name on your heart and you go out of your way and you check on them. Maybe it's giving the money that you set aside for yourself to go on a holiday, to buy the outfit or the latest gadget or tech toy tool, whatever it is. But maybe the Lord impresses on your heart not to keep it, but rather give it to someone else or to something else. Why? Because you were led by the Holy Spirit. You were led by God. Maybe you're at work and suddenly you're just in your office or you're walking around and the Holy Spirit impresses a person's name and you take five minutes in your day to be interrupted and spend time and pray for that person. Or maybe you might even go to that person and say, hey, I've been thinking of you and the Lord's just impressed on my heart. I want to pray for you right now. Maybe it's sending that text of encouragement and you're like, hey, I just felt to send this and say these words to you. This is a Bible verse. Maybe that's allowing those small interruptions into our lives and being Spirit-led. Maybe it's having a bad attitude about something or someone and you just sense the Holy Spirit. He's like, hey, you need to stop that thinking and that that mindset. You know what? Get your heart right. That's being Spirit-led. It's about hearing God in our every moments of life, not just on a Sunday not just while we're in a church. It's allowing Him to direct your path. It's a daily decision that you and I can make. And it's saying this, Holy Spirit, today, let me hear your voice. Interrupt my day. I want to sense your promptings and I allow you to speak to my heart. Why is it important to be Spirit-led? Romans 8:14 For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. When was the last time that you were led by the Holy Spirit? Do you hear him? Do you hear his voice? And if you do, do you do what he says to do? I want us in a moment we're going to just take a moment to pause and stop because sometimes we don't hear His voice because maybe you don't know what His voice sounds like. For me, it's that soft whisper that I'm thinking something else and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, there's this nudge in my heart. It's just that soft voice. Or maybe you're so busy in life that we actually don't allow time just to sit and hear. Or maybe we're just so busy that we actually don't allow Him to interrupt us in our doings of busyness. So right now, we're going to take a moment and we're going to say a prayer. We're going to say that prayer together. And we're going to pause and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us today. So let's just close our eyes.
And let's pray together and repeat after me. Holy Spirit today, let me hear your voice interrupt my day. I want to sense your promptings. I allow you to speak to my heart. Let's just pause for a moment. Just allow him. Interrupt. Interrupt.